and welcome back to Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always and forever. Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've still never met a taco I didn't like. Taco the Town is the podcast where we are conquering the KC Tacoverse one taco at a time. We're going to be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We're going to share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some Kansas City tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. We are almost to the end of our hot taco summer. How has your hot taco summer been? Have you had all the hot tacos you wanted to have? Have you been enjoying the hot sun and hot tacos and maybe some cool Chaco tacos to cool you down in this brutal hot taco summer heat? You know, there's still time in this hot taco summer to make all of your hot taco summer dreams come true. One way to do that is to order your hot taco summer t-shirts. Go to our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Taco the Town KC and get your Hot Taco Summer shirt. You won't be disappointed. Having this shirt will complete your Hot Taco Summer circle. What are yours today? You know, we've got another amazing and unexpected Hot Taco Summer destination for you this week on the show. Let's find out what taco place we're reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Knuckleheads. It's a live music joint with tacos. I'm sure you've been to Knuckleheads located at 2715 Rochester Avenue, KCMO 64120 in the East Bottoms. One of the first spots to get people to start coming back down to the East Bottoms for fun and music. And now look at it. The East Bottoms is blowing up. Knuckleheads, established in 2001, is a music venue in Kansas City, Missouri. The facility is a complex of four stages, a large outdoor courtyard and stage featuring a converted caboose to one side as a VIP seating area, an indoor stage, and a 74-seat lounge known as the Gospel Lounge. It doubles as a music-oriented church on Wednesday evenings when live music can be presented on all four stages at once. The outdoor stage is where they have their great outdoor shows, They have a large horseshoe upper deck that has clean sights to the stage and dance floor. What more can you ask for than to see your favorite artist under the beautiful skies of Kansas City? You know, back in 1899, Electric Park was built on the grounds where Knuckleheads is today. We just talked about Electric Park on our last episode. Electric Park had a large seated bandstand, and the later park had the first outdoor stage in Kansas City. Today, over 100 years later, here Knuckleheads is with an outdoor stage as well. Knuckleheads is also home to the saloon. This is where it all began, starting out with some of Kansas City's and the world's best open jam sessions, hosting such artists as Tower of Power, J.J. Gray, Leon Russell, and many, many others. It has the coolest vibe anywhere, and music just pours out of the walls. Once voted the number one blues bar in the USA. Open Thursday through Saturday, 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. Sunday, noon to 7 p.m. with occasional events on Mondays through Wednesdays. We're going to head on down to Knuckleheads and try some tacos. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. Our first guest is the co-host 
of the Secret Life of MILFs podcast, which is the not-so-secret podcast about being liberated and outspoken millennial moms, where she and her co-host Amy chat about parenting, sex, relationships, and endlessly conspire to smash the patriarchy. She is a depressed but medicated, divorced, sober alcoholic, recovering people-pleaser, elder millennial mom, to one teenage daughter, kinda ex-stepmom to three grown-ass adult children. She's living in sin in the suburbs of KC with her long-term partner, and her defense mechanism is the uncanny ability to word vomit every embarrassing and cringeworthy detail of her every waking moment. And is it you on the show that has an obsession with Tom Selleck? We both do. You both do, okay. But, that's, un- that's understood. Uh, we do have that in common. I had a poster of him growing up in our house that's still at my dad's house. I'm going to retrieve it next time I'm there. Whoa, Hawaiian shirt? Or? No, he's actually in like really short shorts. It's a volleyball, 1984 USA Volleyball Tom Selleck okay. poster. Okay. Welcome to Taco the Town, Lindsay Peterson. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for being on the show. So uh, let me get this straight. Is your podcast, The Secret Life of MILFs, is it a podcast where you review the film Secret Life of Pets from a MILF <laughs> perspective? <laughs> Is that what it is? No, but I think that's a good little spin-off option. Yeah. Uh, a little episode, for sure. You could take credit for it. Okay, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Because if that's what the show is, I'm, I'm already in. You're already in. But it's not, so... It's not. You're going to have to... But that can be a future episode, okay. and I'll be sure to tag you in it, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Or Secret Life of Tom Selleck would be a great show, too. Absolutely. Which is kind of what the show is. Do you have an in on that uh, for me? No, because isn't he kind of super Republican now and like shaved his mustache? He hawks reverse mortgages, I think. Right, that's where I've seen him most. And he looks kind of sad and he's walking in the park alone. Yeah, Yeah. I have a very specific 80s Tom Selleck. Right. So if you can time travel, let's get on it. I think only the car voted for Bernie. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or his helicopter pilot friend, maybe. Possibly, yes. You've already heard a little bit of him. Let's meet our second guest. He is a returning guest. Here on Taco the Town, he was on our El Patron episode way back in the before times, maybe like 2019. I was going to say, I don't know, it feels like 20 years ago, so it may be one of those things (laughs) where it could have been a couple decades or a couple years, who knows. He's an attorney, a traveler, and co-host of the presently pandemic sabbatical travel podcast, Coastless KC. In the absence of international travel, he has spent the pandemic enjoying the American National Park System and its related taco ecosystem. Can't wait to hear about that. It's pretty phenomenal. When he's not enjoying the tacos El Pastor at Carniceria San Antonio, he acts as the branch manager of Casey Gooners, the Kansas City Arsenal supporters group, as well as the ex-officio chair of the Nelson Atkins Society of Fellows. He can be found on Twitter at SamuraiHawk and on Instagram at Samurai. Hot KU. Welcome back to Taco the Town, Boyce. I feel Richardson. like after you read my intro and her intro, that I need to go back and rewrite my intro to be slightly spicier. No, I was listening to your intro going, man, I'm fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to put on airs before we start a taco they podcast. Were both great intros, guys. <laughs> really good intros. You have nothing to be ashamed of. They were both really good. And I'm just impressed that you're a fellow. I've always wanted to be a fellow somewhere. You know, it feels pretty lofty, if I'm being honest. It's one of those things where I go in and I sit down in a room full of people that are smarter and more financially successful than Mm. me at least once a month. (laughs) So it's good about centering you and bringing you back down to earth. (laughs) Do you have to wear an ascot to that 
meeting. No, I mean, we've evolved from that. Okay. We've, we've, actually, I would say devolved. We've gone back in time. It's powdered wigs and oh, makeup. Nice. It's really, it's what we wear. We go into a secret room in the Nelson. That's what I'm here for. I want to be a fellow and be allowed into secret rooms. That's so cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's all about the pyramid with the eye on top of it. Right. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get to in like, life. We're just living the Da Vinci Code at the Nelson. <laughs> Where is this? I mean, I'm probably, you probably can't tell me this, but where is the secret room in the Nelson? Do you open up one of the Sphinx heads and push a button, and then like the floor opens up? Is it that up? creepy butler guy that just? I mean, these are really, the all cop. I'm gonna, the cop. Is that what talking it is? About, oh, the security, security guy. Security guy. Yeah. Um, I feel like I can't divulge. That's okay. Too yeah. much. I'm trying to think of the who was the woman that wrote Gone Girl because I feel like she should have the key, much like Dan Brown does to uh, the multicultural world museum system. Right. Gillian Flynn, I believe. That's it. And I she's think, a KC born. Wasn't I feel she? Like, I think so. Or Missouri. If we're gonna born? start a rumor here about secret rooms in the Nelson, that Gillian Flynn is probably the appropriate individual to uh, to discuss that with. I'm sure she has access to the key. Yeah. Are you getting dripped on? Yeah. Okay, you can move. <laughs> We're in a juke joint, and you can tell because your stuff's dripping on you. There's like a storm outside. We're going to record outdoors, but it is uh, raining out there. I was going to say, I don't necessarily think that the HVAC system at Knuckleheads is the most reliable and reliant one. Um, <laughs> having been here multiple times, I can tell you that I've never stood underneath um, an AC unit here. Yeah, that's where, where we are now. From. It'll be okay. So, yeah, we're here at Knuckleheads. Have either of you been here before? I have not. This is my first time at Knuckleheads. Heard lots about it. I have been to Knuckleheads many a time. Uh, Inside, outside, in the main area as well, in the garage. I think I saw the Weepies there and uh, Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, who, for anybody who's a old person slash 90s head like me <laughs> was a band called The Refreshments. They had a great song oh, yeah. called Banditos uh, yeah. that released sometime in the late 90s. They tour now as Roger Klein and the Peacemakers so if you want to hear any tracks from Fizzy Fuzzy Big and Buzzy, which was the name of their <laughs> an initial offering, you can come to Knuckleheads sometime in October or November. Fingers crossed. I was going to say, there you go, Knuckleheads. Uh, <laughs> multiple shows here. The exterior stage here is, is phenomenal on nights that are vastly better. I love how it has the old McDonald's play place uh, sign above it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I mean, you get the added benefit of train accompaniment. Whatever right. every go five through. minutes, <laughs> yeah. And sometimes when you have one too many, we'll say tacos. Can we use that as a yeah, code yeah, word? For sure. uh, and you're trying to get to your car, you pass through a slowly moving train between cars without harming yourself, but really kind of getting some mud. It's sometimes very hard to leave here and get home because you're blocked by a train half the time. It's sometimes also very hard to get here because you're blocked by a train, or you take a wrong turn down a train track. But I was very here. terrified of that. I'm like, this looks like I'm going to run into some trains. So <laughs> for people that are trying to get here that have never been here before that would like to avoid the train, the secret sauce way to get yeah, here. Yeah, what's the back way? What's the secret back way? It's to go north down Prospect until you hit Independence Avenue, take a right, take a quick left at the next stoplight. It's about 1.5 miles. And the beauty is that there is a bridge that goes over so you can pull off before the bridge and it will take you to Rieger and you can pull off after the bridge and it will take you to Knuckleheads and the same path will get you back without train related complications. Nice. Thank you. That's a public service right there. Yeah, I'm glad this is being recorded because uh, next time I'm coming down here, I'm going to pull this up and listen to voice and just follow your directions. It's the one and only time anybody should ever listen to me about anything. (laughs) (laughs) Have you been to uh, Rieger before? Right next door? No. No? All right, I'm going to take this one, too. Uh, 
truly making myself like a man, sound like a man about town. Uh, I have been to Rieger uh, numerous times. I actually like it a lot for pre-Knucklehead shows. I was down here to see Blues Traveler. If you're noticing oh, yeah. a theme uh, for <laughs> shows that I see in and around Knuckleheads out in their uh, electric park stage. Yeah. Which is outside. They have a couple shows out there. It's great. They're opening their patio, I think, in September or October, which is going to make that a pretty enticing place during the late fall and winter. But uh, they had a... I think the last time I was there beyond that was uh, they had a manifesto resurgence lit, uh, over a weekend for uh, the... I wanted to go to that. And the Hey Hey Club down. So that was just like a pop-up. Yeah, I think it was just for two or three days, but in talking to Ryan, maybe he sounded like maybe they were going to do it on an annual basis. So That's cool. I missed that place. I'm, I'm glad they uh, brought it back for a little bit at least. You know, I, I hate living in a world where I can't just go have a smoke and choke in a pitch black room Bump your head on the, while people on the, across <laughs> have their uh, flashlight and their iPhone boosted all the way up to the top and they're just shoving it in your face the entire time. It's a distinct Kansas City memory. <laughs> and I miss going to the bathroom where Al Capone went to the bathroom too, which probably wasn't true, but hey, it's good marketing, right? We're nothing if not Kansas City mythology here as we all sit around. We got two Casey Hart shirts going on and a Talk of the Town shirt, so we're just like that Brent Anderson viral meme that went around <laughs> yesterday, yeah. and we haven't even left the city confines. There's someone that tweets that every two days. It's like, the thing about Kansas City is they really like to wear Kansas City shirts. It's like, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep, we do, we do. It's cool. I mean, my favorite thing is that at the same time, every time I see somebody wearing a Colorado flag shirt, I roll my eyes. <laughs> like, ridiculous Colorado people obsessed with their stupid state flag. I'm just doing it in my Charlie Hustle shirt. Right. It's different. It's a city. It's, you know. And we're in Missouri. Y- yeah. Give us, give us one thing. Give us something that we can have. We're here in, like, uh, this is called the, you said the gospel room or the, or is this the, uh, I think this is just the main room. The, the, gos- main room. the gospel lounge is, is over here, and it's like a 50-person venue. I've never seen a show there. Oh, finally, something Boyce hasn't done. Boyce has <laughs> not done it. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that there are a host of things that happen on Lindsay's podcast that I've not done either. So. <laughs> I was going to say. I guess this building was originally built in 1887. I mean, this is a really, really oh, wow. old part of KC. Like, Electric Park was the very first. We talked about it last week on the show, the very first amusement park in KC. And this is kind of down where they used to have a lot of, like, expositions and stuff in, like, the early KC days, like, talking, like, 1840s, 1860s, and Electric Park just kind of turned into that area. But, yeah, I'm glad this resurgence is coming back to this area, and they're getting back to And I think one of the interesting things about here is I want to say, I don't know if it's true of the garage, but I think the outdoor stage here was one of the original crowdfunding things where they did, like, a Kickstarter or something like that to be able to start the foundations of what ended up happening out there. That's awesome. Gosh, I've only been here once and I saw some Zydeco style band. Does that sound right? Would there be Zydeco? I have probably never seen a Zydeco band, uh, which I apparently need to add. I I come here to get my like 90s fix on. Okay. So like the Weepies or Matthew Sweet or the four stated uh, Roger Klein and the the Peacemakers. The refreshments, yes. Um, you know, I, I'm prepped and ready for my Soul Asylum Local H show <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday. I have a list here of some of the bands that have played here and individuals that have played here. It's an impressive list. Buckwheat Zydeco. 
that maybe that's who I saw. I don't remember. <laughs> Cracker, that's right up your alley. It absolutely is. I would have been here for that. <laughs> David Allen Coe, Edgar Winter, Fabulous T-Birds, wow. Jason Isabel, Keb Moe, Leon Redbone, Leon Russell, Los Lobos, Living Color, Trampled Underfoot. They actually just saw in Living Color with Everclear and Hoobastank and Weedus. Wow. Where? <laughs> At Grinders. At Grinders. <laughs> Literally <laughs> weeks ago. Okay. So they're all, all these 90s bands are like totally touring together and uh, they've discovered that 70s era band formula where yeah. we're all kind of coming into at least a little capital and they're right. trying to drain us of all of it because of nostalgia uh, yeah. I mean obviously I'm just existing on it now it's like <laughs> 75% of my personality uh, a couple of uh, actors have played here uh, Billy Bob Thornton's band has played here okay. and Kiefer Sutherland oh didn't yeah. know he was in a band when he's not attacking Christmas trees he's attacking the <laughs> The neck of a guitar. <laughs> I think Kevin Costner's band is playing here at some point Whoa. this year as well. Is it just called the Costners? Might as well Costner be. Costner family band? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that cool. Yeah, he has that ridiculous show on Peacock. It's Yellowstone Yellowstone, or yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That'd be cool if he dressed like his character from Waterworld or po- the Postman <laughs> when, he's in, when he's up on stage. Do you think he has that level of a sense of humor? <laughs> Probably no. not. Seems a little self-serious. <laughs> Reverend Horton Heat, The Birds, Queensryche, Uncle Cracker. Anyone big Uncle Cracker fans? Can't say that Just I Cracker, ain't. not just, Uncle Cracker. Just the, yeah, just the, just the regular <laughs> Cracker with a C, I think. Ozark Mountain Daredevils, OMD is what I like to call them. Pure Prairie League, Bruce Hornsby, Sturgill Simpson, Buddy Guy, Nick Lowe, Merle Haggard. The list goes on and on. Oh, here's a good one. Aaron Neville has played here. I am actually elated that Buddy Guy has held on throughout the course of this pandemic because originally <laughs> in the old times... Uh, I was supposed to go see Johnny Lang and Buddy Guy with my mom out here in Electric Park. And Johnny Lang has since canceled. But Buddy Guy, I think he's almost 90. Yeah, he's up there. Yeah, Yeah. he he is still going. Every blues legend has played here, I think. I mean, just looking at the the wall, everyone that is anyone in blues has played in Knucklehead. So it's just cool that Kansas City has a old style juke joint like this that serves tacos. Who knew? I didn't know. I didn't know that until you said that. I have never had a taco here. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see what these tacos are like. I'm really excited. I mean, it was like crunchy or soft, so right. big, oh, big there, variety, big choice. There are, there, are, there are options here. Yeah. yeah. Crunchy oh. or soft. Yep. I legitimately was under the impression that crunchy was going to be the one and only option here, so oh. I'm pretty excited. Could be. It, we'll see. That's true. I mean, that's what the menu said. So I uh, kind of scoped it out because I was like, Knuckleheads doesn't have tacos. <laughs> Are we going corn or flour? Do we know? Uh, I bet it's flour. What do you bet? What do you bet? What do you want to say? Yeah, I bet it's flour. I bet it's never touched a flat top. Right. Straight, we'll straight out, out of the, the bag. We're going to see. The same bag I have at my house. <laughs> Mission. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Lindsay, here on Taco the Town, we have to know right up top here, what's your personal taco history? Are you a taco lover? Do you come from a taco-eating family? Did you grow up eating tacos? Do you celebrate a taco-centric lifestyle? Do you want me to be honest? Yes. Okay. If you say you're a person, the show will end very quickly. (laughs) I feel like we're about to say the B word a lot. No. Okay, good. Phew. No, I'm actually not a huge Mexican food fan. Okay. I usually get down with like chicken or shrimp tacos as opposed to ground beef, but you know. Okay. No, I, I did not grow up eating a ton of tacos. I think my family will probably laugh at the fact they're like, you were on what show? <laughs> Ta- you ate some tacos? So I'm what like, would you do? What was your family's go-to uh, 
meal? A barbecue. Barbecue? Yeah. Okay. Because you grew up in Topeka? I did grow okay. up in Topeka. Ooh. Did I tell you that or did you do your homework? I've been listening to some... Oh, God. Slom. No, you have not. <laughs> yes. I had to do my research. Oh, my God. He's like Sean from Hot Ones. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where it just feels like I'm talking to my best friend. So I, I forget that people who know me in real life actually listen. It's like my cousins will text me and say, oh, my God, that's so funny. And I'm like... <laughs> Why did you That's hear not... about my anal beads and stuff? Like... I think the last thing I listened to today on your show was a deep discussion where you were discussing uh, what would be better, dicks for fingers <laughs> or a finger as a dick. That was the... I don't remember what my conclusion was. I would think it would be... I think you decided... Finger dicks. Yeah. Because then it would be. I'd be worried that it would be like... A finger size, so it would. Yeah, you were. Okay, you were like, know. you don't want a finger right down there <laughs> as a dick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we do a lot of kind of. Would you rather? Would you still have dexterity? I would think. So. I mean, a knuckle. <laughs> so put a knuckle. Kind of just the same. <laughs> well, just, I mean, but you couldn't but, bend your fingers. I don't know. I, oh, we no. didn't we didn't flesh it out that much. That's this a good. The one and only time the male opinion is of any value whatsoever <laughs> is on maybe this discussion. I have no idea. I mean, I think you could get by if they didn't have knuckles. Yeah. I'll try it with the tacos. You, can't, yeah, you, can't, you can't see, but we are moving our fingers trying to decide if that would be possible and a good thing. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. So tell everyone about your show. <laughs> Other than the dick finger thing, what do you guys talk about? It's all fun and games until somebody says, oh, you have a podcast? What's it called? And I'm like, uh, Amy wanted MILF in the title. I wanted to call it Hot Ass Moms or Ham for short because, you know, I thought that was like a fun little thing. I got vetoed. I thought it was for sure a rocket to the top. So she went MILFs just because it's a good hashtag to put hashtag MILF and you get more Hash- listeners that way? Yeah, hashtag okay. MILF Monday is usually because we drop episodes on Mondays. You've every got week. MILF Mondays. We've got Taco Tuesdays. Yep. Taco the Town Tuesdays. Where, where are you at, boys? Uh, travel Thursdays, yes. except not really now. Yeah. <laughs> like. We chat all things sex. Like pretty much everything is um, on the table for discussion. A lot of old ho stories from our early 20s. <laughs> you um, should have just called the show <laughs> Old Hoes. <laughs> But that would make it seem like you're... Like ancient. Sort of like diminishing a little bit. I don't know. But yeah. So (laughs) The Secret Life of Milfs, the not-so-secret podcast about being liberated and outspoken millennial moms. That is usually Amy's intro. And I come in with always a different... And I'm the girl who has dicks for fingers. <laughs> <laughs> but we talk parenting. Also, there's some, we had a body positivity, you know, diet culture kind of thing. We talk about how much we hate men. Right. But obviously, not all men. We don't have to say not all men. You know it's implied. I listened to the uh, the threesome episode. Oh, yeah. You, uh, it was Eiffel, Tower. Eiffel Tower. High five. Yeah. Eiffel Tower, high five. Yeah. She didn't know that they high-fived above her. And I'm like, how did you not know? Oh, yeah. I was busy. (laughs) She's not. the focus. Yeah. Eiffel Tower high five. So she didn't know that when she was in the middle of that. She was in the middle. (laughs) She didn't know they were. She was the brace of the tower. (laughs) She didn't know they were high-fiving? She didn't know. Okay. The two guys. She found out later. Okay. Because she's still friends with them because she, you know, chooses her sexual partners with, you know. For the decent human beings that she can be friends with afterwards, I'm just a garbage can of <laughs> semen. 
and not tacos. <laughs> I've had this happen before to me in life. Where is this going? Uh, <laughs> I've been in a situation where it's been either like making love or go get tacos, and I usually go get tacos. Is that something where that is that an issue I have that I need to deal with? I mean, tacos, you will always, you're not going to be left unsatisfied. I think that's a solid choice, honestly. Okay. I don't think you have a yeah. problem. Because I think the girl was very upset with me. And that's fair. By the fourth time, I'm like, look, you know I'm going to go get tacos. <laughs> Why not both? Like, Wait. The drive-thru is about to close at 3 a.m. I got to get there before they close. And, and can I bring the tacos back? No, you can't come back here with the tacos. Go eat them in your car. Go eat them. You know, which always hurts. But yeah. I, f- I wish I could find a relationship where the girl would be okay with me bringing the tacos back. Hosting a taco podcast hasn't brought you any single women that love tacos and sex at the same no, no. into your orbit. No, okay. just a lot of moms that just are mom. uh, older than older than you <laughs> that are like, I really like your show. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'll tell my son and daughter about it. <laughs> oh, that old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you get down with the gilfs, right? Gilfs, no? yeah. Look, I'm all about finding a tilf. Okay. It's a tilf. A taco. <laughs> I, I, like, I like ferociously. What, what, creme, what fresh, creme fresh. Creme fresh. Okay, so every week here on the show, I like to check the taco news stories of the week. This is the part of the show called the taco ticker. Okay, lots of taco news. Are you ready for this? Yes, I can't wait. Absolutely. Okay, let's do this. Does it come like... It's fast and furious. Yes. Get ready for this. I just need your opinions on some of these taco news stories. Number one news story, Taco Bell has two hot new menu items coming out. Are you both Taco Bell fans? Yes? Yay, nay? Depends on how many beers I've consumed and what time of the day it is. Okay. Correct, yes. Okay. After announcing the return of their viral nacho fries, one of their most popular limited time items in history in July, Taco Bell is now kicking it up a notch and taking these fries places they've never been before. Spicy places. According to Taco Bell's website, the beloved chain is currently testing two new menu items involving the fries at several locations in Chicago. Mm. So not here. We all know that when Taco Bell decides to roll out a limited test, the item will more likely than not end up on nationwide menus. The new white hot ranch fries build up on nacho fries with the addition of several toppings. Your choice of seasoned beef or steak plus nacho cheese sauce, tomatoes, cheddar cheese, white hot ranch sauce and low fat sour cream. Even better, roll the whole thing up in a flour tortilla and you'll get the new white hot ranch fries. Editor Matt, feel free to bleep out that B word that I just said. Both items are retailing for the suggested price of $2.99. Wow. And if you're wondering what this white hot ranch sauce is, you're absolutely spot on. It's a new sauce Taco Bell is debuting for this limited time test made with a blend of ghost chili peppers and cool creamy buttermilk. It sounds like an explosion of hot and cool in your mouth, which could make for a unique combo unlike anything else Taco Bell currently has to offer. Lindsay, get your mind out of the gutter. (laughs) Uh, what do you think? White hot ranch sauce. <laughs> I mean, whose mind isn't going to go travel in that particular direction? Uh, I just, the dichotomy between white hot ranch sauce and low fat sour cream seems. And nacho fries underneath. Yeah, like you go with that low fat sour cream to round out <laughs> yeah. the incredibly calorie inducing uh, white hot ranch fries. What do you think? Would you uh, partake of this? At 2 a.m.? 
for sure. I think I would go with the one with the flour tortillas. Just sounds a little easier to eat. Okay. Uh, what's your go-to Taco Bell order? I like to, I'm super basic. So I like to get the cheesy roll-ups and some cinnamon twists and a Bob <laughs> <laughs> It's so garbage and it's so good. <laughs> that cheesy roll-up is on the dollar menu. That's a yeah. deal right there. Yeah, yeah. I'm Just a cheap one? date. <laughs> like two, two, maybe three, okay. depending on how right. hungry I am. That's a great little meal right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For like a fucking five-year-old. <laughs> Voice, what's yours uh, go-to Taco Bell order? Uh, so mine used to be a number eight, I believe, but it oh. has transitioned to a number two because the menu got shifted around. It's like, pay attention. Your number might have changed. they got to keep you up to date. pretty difficult that. to find. Yeah. I go with the number two. It's the three tacos, except I sub shredded chicken for the beef and then, you know, the, the diet Mountain Dew. Because <laughs> okay. diet. Right. And this seems to be the theme yeah. of this discussion. But I will say, I'm going to go with the other side of this. I would start eating it at one. I feel like, I forget what the name of the television show was, but we're going that direction. Like, I could do it in two. I'd do it at one o'clock in okay. the morning. I feel like I could do that. Name and that tune. You're, name that taco. I, I'm a team early bedtime, so I feel like one o'clock is uh, the time that I would eat that with a fork. Okay. With a fork, <laughs> though. I feel like I could get by with a fork and no flour tortilla. You ever get it that late at night? At the uh, drive-thru, get home, and then you fall asleep, and you wake up, and your Taco Bell's laying next to you yes. on the bed or on the couch, on the pillow? Definitely and on the couch. I, I'm at least, I'm too neat freaky to bring... Taco Bell into your bed. bed. Yeah, I'm not George Costanza. Like, <laughs> I thought uh, you were going to say, I'm too neat freak to bring Taco Bell into my house. Exactly, yes. No, I mean, my wife would take part in that with me as well. So it's one okay. of those things where, like, the Taco Bell is allowed inside, probably just not in, in the bed. And the other problem okay. is, if I were to fall asleep with Taco Bell on my bed, the dog would oh, then yeah. enter into the bed and then I would have Taco Bell in really every corner of my house. Yeah. Right. Yeah, makes sense. I mean, you guys don't have boobs, but I mean, I've fished out plenty of like shredded lettuce and stuff out of my <laughs> bra after a night out. That's just me. Yeah, eating a taco, you must get it's, a lot of debris. Yes. Yeah, stuck. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I that, mean, is that why shell? you don't go so for tacos? Because yeah. of the boobs? Well, and I always yeah. drop salsa on myself too. Like it's, yeah. So right. it's, it's nice because it's a shelf, so you're not losing any of your right. taco Right. You know bits. where to find it. Right. Yeah. But, you know, then it's kind of lukewarm. You find it later. It's maybe not the best. <laughs> Probably don't eat it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This this story is really, I mean, this show is called Taco the Town. We are talking about the town of KC's tacos, but we are also talking about KC. Uh, this is a story that's been all over KC this week. Patrick Mahomes, have you have you heard of him? Pat. Can you refresh my memory? Somewhat familiar, I He's think. He's a yeah. sports player. He plays a sport. He plays foot, National Football League. He's okay. a quarterback for the Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, yeah. He's the one that was the quarterback when we won the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah fairly recently. Yeah. 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 He is a man <laughs> okay. about town. He, he is now a member of the KMO, KMO Burger Franchise Company, and he announced this week that he plans to bring 30 Whataburger restaurants to Missouri and Kansas over the course of the next seven years with a concentration of the, those franchises reportedly set for the KC area. 
Have That's you heard of this exciting. story? I have. Is Whataburger like Jack in the Box and that they themselves also provide a taco as part of their menu? I hope so. They're from Texas, so you'd think they'd have tacos on the menu. A little bit of Texas. I've never had Whataburger. I've never either. I think I had Whataburger once in Oklahoma at yeah, some point. That's the closest I one. I can't tell you about any more about it than that, which is really sad because my friend Alden's probably going to disown me now. <laughs> About the happiest person in Kansas City, I think, with this Whataburger news. I mean, that's a lot of Whataburgers. 30? Yeah. Do we need that many Whataburgers? That's a pretty extensive density of, of Whataburgers. I, I'm not a Togo burger person, so I, I can't really speak to whether or not that's an overabundance of them. I'm not disinterested. I'm probably somewhere in the middle on this particular okay. issue, but I, it's not going to impact me too much, I don't think. Maybe it's so wherever Patrick Mahomes is driving, he will be close to a Whataburger. So yeah. he's like, I got to be close to a Whataburger. That's kind of how Patrick Mahomes talks, right? Is that a good Patrick Mahomes impersonation? I mean, it's close enough to like Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Or- <laughs> I've got to actually, I have a quote here from him. He says, I love KC and I love Whataburger. I'm excited to help bring a gift from my first home to my second home. That's what Patrick Mahomes said. The first Whataburger location will open in 2022. But no details on where it's going to drop. Uh, the first one is going to probably be an OP. They're tearing down an old salty iguana and putting the Whataburger there, which is right next to a Culver's. Do you think that's going to be hard? The burger wars were going to really heat up Culver's versus Whataburger? Does anybody go to Culver's for burgers? I go for the ice cream or custard. Oh, yeah. You're right. Whatever, the frozen treats. Well, there's they're butter burgers, right? I think they're so. They're made with butter. I don't think I've even seen a Culver's since my time in Lawrence oh so many years ago I think there was one on like 23rd Street Mm -hmm. like right on the corner with Iowa Yep. what other franchises should Mahomes start to back to bring to KC a lot of people have said White Castle yep that's I've seen bring a White Castle to KC in and out yeah I mean I think in and out's where I would probably go with that like a double double animal style and I learned uh, in my last trip to California that if you ask for the patty hot they'll actually throw jalapenos in it nice so the thing about in and out is that it's it's sort of like that secret Nelson Atkins room that we were talking about <laughs> earlier today, that if you know the, the language, you can order vastly more things on the menu and be exceedingly annoying, but also have a better experience. <laughs> I got confused and I ordered animal style fries. Isn't that where they have the onions in them? Yeah, and it's they, the same thing. It's basically like Thousand Island. Yeah, 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 yeah Thousand yeah. Island-ish sauce. And it wasn't amazing. It was really watered down. I, I think I ordered wrong. I forgot. I didn't. I didn't do it right. Like you got to know all the code words. Like like a fellow yeah. at Nelson Atkins, you got to know the code words. There's a, a secret like black handbook that they give you that tells you <laughs> how to order all of the things. I'd love to have an In and Out in KC or somewhere closer to KC. I mean, I'd love to have like an In a Tub in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. So I'm not even looking to go that far. I just want to pull it out of the Northland and right. bring it into downtown. Yeah. Why couldn't Mahomes get behind it in a, in a tub? and bring that to to the other side of the river. Got to go north of the river to get in a tub. I mean, my favorite taco-related instance, at least as of right now, is the fact that the Taco Bell on Prospect and the Taco Bell on Linwood now have giant weed emporiums next to them. They're oh, building yeah. centers for marijuana around Taco Bells in the Kansas City area, which is just urban planning at its best. Smart. I hope that they make those Taco Bells 24 hours. That would be great. Uh, the one on Linwood absolutely has to be 24 hours, is it not? I don't know. I don't think so. I think the latest I've ever gotten tacos from there has got to be like 2.30, 3 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. So I can't attest to whether or not it's still open or not. Are they still bringing a Taco Bell cantina to Westport? 
I heard rumors of that. I've never had the honor. I feel like I would probably Uber down for that experience, though. Go get some margaritas at Taco Bell at 2 a.m. Just people watch. It's classy. Yeah. It's <laughs> a perfect date night. I'll be sipping my Baja Blast. You guys can have margaritas. You know, they say Baja Blast is really good to mix with liquor. That's what a lot of people do is make like the liqueur Baja Blast. Would you be down for that if you were drinking? It's like if I wasn't an alcoholic, if that would ruin my life, yes. Yeah, for sure. But uh, no. Are there any um, franchises you'd like to see in uh, KC other than the Whataburger? Can I'd you think of it? I'd be down any? for White Castle. I mean, White Castle was created in Wichita, Kansas. Right. And Wichita, Kansas doesn't even have a White Castle. Yeah, it's it doesn't nuts. make any sense. Yeah. They do have a Shoney's, though. And a Spangles. And a Spangles. Oh, I mean, Topeka's got Spangles, Spangles. but Shoney's. Shoney's. Oh, oh, that's a throwback. Shoney's Breakfast know. Bar. Oh, yeah. I spent my elementary school days across from the Eisenhower Museum in Abilene, Kansas. So oh, nice. And then El Dorado, Kansas a little bit. So I had that proximity to Wichita to be able to go to Shoney's and whatever that's. Uh, mm. the, there was that arcade bar that was on 31st Street that had that old backing band. Mm-hmm. And I forget what restaurant that was from. Was it oh, Showbiz, Showbiz Pizza. Pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rock a Fire Explosion. I yeah. absolutely saw them in their prime right after I saw <laughs> the Ninja Turtles coming out of their shells tour back in the 80s like, and 90s. I want to see animated animatronic bands <laughs> and people in turtle costumes playing music. That was your like... Gen Z will never understand the glory of being a geriatric millennial. That's where your love of 90s music started was with the coming out of our shells tour. I, so this is completely off taco topic but one of the happiest days in my life was when I realized that somebody had taken the time to make the coming out of our shells Ninja Turtles tape to digitize it oh, yeah. and turn it into mp3s and it's also mm. now available on spotify so you know when you want to order can you get it, all the songs oh yeah it has oh, all yeah. of them and you can order a pizza hut pizza you can pretend like it's a book it and you can just uh, have yourself a you know elementary school yes. time of it it sounds like a good friday night right yeah. there it's the only reason i'm literate <laughs> <laughs> thank we'll you pizza hut pizza. <laughs> all right i think that was my last taco news story of the week let's take a quick break we'll be right back after these messages Eat tacos, win prizes. Let me say that again. Eat tacos, win prizes. The KCK Taco Trail offers a flavor-filled experience through more than 50 taquerias in Kansas City, Kansas. Download your free KCK Taco Trail Pass to find your way to the tastiest tacos in Kansas City. So what are you waiting for? Get started at kcktacotrail.com. All right, this is the time of the show called Town of the Taco, where we discuss the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. Town of the Taco, Kansas City, oh, the place I love. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics, and I will have you pull a topic, and we will discuss. Lindsay, would you like to go first? Okay, first Fridays and the crossroads. Ooh, okay. Have you been? Lately. I mean, it's little came back a little bit when we were thinking we were out of the pandemic and the weather was nice, but... Yeah, I want to say May or June, when Birdie started hosting her pop-ups at Casey Wineworks, I went down there and hung out. So earlier this summer probably is the most recent time I've been down there. They've had nice weather for First Fridays this summer. Boyce, have you been down there? Not in a little bit. I feel like I old man most of the time when I go down to First Fridays these days. So, like, I'll just hang out on the periphery and tour and label at their new place. 
and uh, pretend like I'm in the midst of First Fridays, <laughs> but not actually be there. And I was going to say, speaking of Birdie, did she announce her new brand today? Is that a thing or is that actually not formal? I'm not 100% sure. It was a busy day at work, so I didn't get to scroll Twitter like I normally do. <laughs> thought there was reference to like effing candles. Yeah. Which- I knew she was doing a rebrand and all of that. And she told me, she's like, I think with this rebrand, you're going to want to partner with me. <laughs> so, like, okay, so always happy to reference Birdie on uh, any podcast. She former does- guest of the show. She yes. was on our Fuzzy's Taco Shop episode. And we had terrible <laughs> tacos. So I owe it to her to do another episode so she can have some good tacos. Yeah. I found out this summer that she will do personalized oh, yeah. labels. Oh, cool. So I ended up taking one of the scents that she already had and she like personalized it and we wrote copy and it is now on the front of a candle that I that I love and that I, I love it so much I have a really hard time actually burning it because I don't want it to go away. I bet she could refill your or print you a new label, I bet. I bet she could. She, she mentioned could something about making a uh, tortilla taco candle for me, but she must still be working on that. But uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Still sent she's testing. still in the lab, yeah. yeah. Boyce, do you want to pull a topic here? I do. Favorite KC name. Okay, favorite KC name. So like street name, office name, building name, celebrity name, names of KC. really broad category. I was going to say, I, I'm gonna just going to go with the, the man of the moment right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Jason Sudeikis. Sudeikis, uh, okay. Not oh, only... I thought you were going to talk about Patrick Mahomes again. So, <laughs> no, no, my no. bad. Sorry, I, Jason. You know, I, Patrick Mahomes hasn't been on sneaker shopping. Jason Sudeikis was, and uh, it was Are on. Are you a com- sneakerhead? I am. Okay, I am. Uh, he was on and he bought uh, a pair that one of my buddies just found. They're called Chunky Dunks. And they were a partnership with Ben and Jerry's. So they have like cowhide print on them and the Nike swoosh looks like it's melting. Whoa. Um, chunky Dunks. Chunky Dunks, yeah. Don't try and find out how much they are because it'll give you an aneurysm. But yeah, uh, cool shoes, cool guy. Really happy that Ted Lasso is doing so well. Still continuing to bring like a, a little happiness and positivity and empathy into uh, our lives during a dark time. What's your set up like for your shoes? Do you have them all on display or are they all in boxes? I, what, what's your go? What's I, your setup? I'm like? a sneakerhead in that I, I like them and I have some pairs that are moderately expensive but I am also lame so my sneakers are just in container store plastic boxes <laughs> so you can see through them but they're in my closet and they're not designed in any form or fashion that is aesthetically pleasing beyond okay. just being in a position where I can pull the the box out and, and grab them. So you don't take them out, or, or do you ever take them out, look at them, maybe lay on the floor with them, take pictures of you laying on them like a pillow or stuff like that? No, I'm more likely to do that with beer, I think. Okay. And it, it, right. You know, I'm just turning into the buttercream dream <laughs> a few beers in, which, by the way, completely random reference, uh, he got drunk and was doing a cameo yesterday reading lines from Fifty Shades of Grey oh, wow. that somebody had sent him. Somebody legitimately paid him a couple hundred dollars to read Lines from Fifty Shades. Who was it? Corey the Buttercream Dream. Have you have you seen huh. this individual? You should check him out. He's <laughs> he's a Southern guy that uh, records some pretty phenomenal videos. But okay. I don't know whether or not I'd recommend that you watch that particular video. <laughs> All right. uh, but still, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Kansas City name? Um, like street name, park name. I would say only because. When my, my daughter's 15 now, which is insane, but when she was younger, we, we would come to Kansas City to go to Hamburger Mary's and see Drag Brunch, and we would go by Rainbow Boulevard. So it was Rainbow Road, is what she liked to call it, because we played a lot of Mario Kart. So I'm going to go with Rainbow Boulevard. I wish rainbow, it was yeah. painted like a rainbow. Yeah, I think that would be, be cool. Fun. I always thought that'd be yeah. cool. 
more rainbow painting on Rainbow Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. at least on that little that hill yeah. when you first turn up. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Rainbow. You know, that's a cool name. But doesn't Rainbow turn in? It doesn't turn into State Line, does it? No, Rainbow is its own. No, don't you take it? If you're going on 39th, don't you kind of take it around to Rainbow or you cross Rainbow in order to be able to get to the highway? Yeah. That's where your Rainbow crosswalk needs to be is that intersection right there. That would be cool. So like that Vietnam Cafe yep. oh, over yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Which, which needs a spruce up on the outside. It always looks like it's closed mm-hmm. and it looks like it looked 1979. Don't you think they need to put a new sign up? because the superior one of those is in Columbus Park. Oh, and really? they expanded that thing. It's massive on the oh, inside okay. now. So it's I the guess. same franchise? I... You know, it's one of those things where I've now been back here for a little over a decade, and I still can't tell you whether or not that's the same <laughs> Vietnam cafe or not, or whether or not it's two wholly different places. God, I want to go there so bad. Now, now that sounds really good right now. Maybe I'm just really hungry for some tacos. All right. I think it's time we uh, put some tacos to the test. Okay. Our tacos are here. They look delicious i'm so hungry and look at the huge salsa containers size of my head giant <laughs> hot salsa containers <laughs> sorry and, being vulgar with the salsa and uh she was just being vulgar with the salsa um and what is this uh, casey masterpiece on a taco i mean should, it's only right if we can we have barbecue that? sushi rolls we can absolutely have barbecue taco sauce these look good and you've sauced your tacos right we have What's everyone's absolutely. first impressions of these tacos? So, like, as we discussed earlier today, I, we all kind of put our chips in about the idea that these would be in the mom taco genre. Right. And they, or the MILF. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that a he's, thing? He's Liz, like, what? I don't want to <laughs> say MILF and well, mom I, taco well, because you're thinking about your mom's tacos. Yeah, and, I was like, uh, this gets into very, weird. like, Freudian, <laughs> right. weird topic areas that we're at, but... The Oedipus uh, Rex of tacos. Absolutely. <laughs> I've got uh, two hard-shell ground beef tacos sitting in right. front of me right now with a little hot sauce on them, and then a straight-out-the-bag flour tortilla like with some we, shredded we chicken. We thought it was going to be that way. We did. 100%. I mean, you, you remove whatever that plastic clip thing is, you unfurl it. Mm-hmm. They're probably stuck together. <sighs> Just got to use some, like, operation skills in there. You got to pull it out, and you're good to go. They'll tear, if not. They will absolutely tear. What are your first impressions, uh, Lindsay? I'm down. This is... You know, plain Jane, soft shell, chicken tacos. I'm here for it. I got you the soft because you didn't want the hard shell because you are a soft taco girl. I am a soft taco girl. Soft taco milf. Yes. I feel like this is the perfect. (laughs) 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 It's like the perfect ammunition. All I want to do after this is eat these and then watch Blues Traveler. Right, which they are not here tonight. They are not. Um, (laughs) I was like, wow, you guys. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. I will say on the nuts, the nice touch side here that we have the the mom taco base where we got the meat, you got some lettuce of the shredded variety, right, and then a little cheese on top. But we got some diced onions too, right? That's a that's a supplement to the mom taco standard, I think. Do you like onions on a taco? Is that something you enjoy? I, I think I'm gonna like these. They're okay. they're not. I mean, it's the red onion, so yeah. you get too much of it, it's a little like overwhelming. But this is just a, a skosh. Well, let's uh, let's dig in. What do you say? Let's try these. Absolutely. It's time. Mm. Definitely your of your mom taco, gringo taco variety on Absolutely. these for sure. You got like that Ortega <laughs> Ortega, yeah. Hard shell where you expect it to crunch but it kinda tears and crunches <laughs> at the same time. 
And you were correct. These tortillas have not touched a flat top, and that's okay. Kind of a big tortilla. It is. Yeah. It's a lot. Gosh, I'm trying to place what other places I've eaten a taco of this variety before. Um, what the John's Big Deck. On oh, this taco is what their Tuesday. tacos are like? Yeah, absolutely. Do they have a good Taco Tuesday there? Yeah, it's super cheap, but it is definitely of a similar iteration, a similar genre where it is a... Uh, the tearaway Ortega shell. The mom is bringing all the napkins. I'm <laughs> Thank like, you for the napkins. Where are the napkins? <laughs> what were your first impressions, Lindsay, of your first bite of, of the soft taco? Um, soft I, chicken. It's the, the chicken is a little dry, so I'm kind of thinking I might need a little more salsa, <laughs> potentially. I was just making sure I wasn't grabbing the barbecue sauce. <laughs> now, we do have a huge thing of Casey Masterpiece here that we can... <laughs> Or on a taco. Now, that would be a Kansas City-style taco right there. I'm really impressed that the beef is not greasy. It's not dripping out of the taco. It's not creating any problems. It's not, certainly, it might be able to live in this hard shell for a little while without absolutely de- destroying it. Right. Which is nice, because sometimes that's a complication. Like we were talking about Taco Bell earlier. You leave that meat in that taco shell too long, <laughs> you're literally eating it with a fork. I love the, uh, the simplicity of these tacos. I'm just happy that I'm eating tacos in a blues bar right now that makes me very happy that that, that's a possibility in life that you can go to a juke joint down (laughs) by the railroad tracks and eat some tacos which are probably not available at most blues joints would you say no probably not i mean the thing is if the tacos had been any nicer than they actually are you might have been disappointed yeah i would have been disappointed i need them to fit a certain standard but i don't need them to be too nice right we're not in a place that that needs to happen we're at a honky tonk Right. Do you think Robert Johnson ever ate a taco? Famous blues musician who sold his soul to the devil? I bet he wouldn't have left the crossroads in the event that he had a taco. You think Satan tempted him with a taco? I mean, that's why I'm here. Right. <laughs> and in this story, I am Satan, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> now that I've traced that narrative, it seems about right. But, you know, I left my Catholic elementary upbringing because somebody tempted me with a taco. And that's just how it goes. Right. Okay, so the beef is good. You know, very simple, very tasty. Uh, I'm going to move to the soft. Are you moved to the soft? Yeah, I'm with Lindsay here. I think the beef is actually a superior option here. The chicken kind of tends to feel like it just has a little salt. It's not really like shredded, like Mexican restaurant chicken. It's literally just like a chicken breast kind of shredded. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this uh, this, uh, tortilla looks a little bit browned. I think mine actually touched the flat top. Yeah. I legitimately think it do. I just, uh, the chicken taco, you just got to load it up with salsa, I think. I'm going to smell this tortilla. I'm sniffing the tortilla. Yeah, there's a little burn action on there, just a teeny bit. Let me try this. Okay, let me see what this chicken's all about. It's got that same bite through, but also chew through. Mmm. <laughs> it's different. It does need a little something to the chicken. We were selfishly hoarding the <laughs> sauces to ourselves and not returning them to the condiment bar. Other customers wanted the hot sauce. It's true. Our bad. It's definitely, that man, he knew where I was at, though, because the hot sauce, I think, I think that that's my preferred sauce here. I definitely think it's necessary. I'm going to pour a little oh. of this Casey Masterpiece Just on this chicken. Just to see if it'll revive the chicken. It's worth a shot. Okay, let's try this. Mm, can't go wrong with Casey Masterpiece. That was good. I'm also impressed that the tacos come out. They're not so hot that the cheese immediately melts. There's still, like, shreds of it. It's not congealed together. It's maintained some independence from the rest of the taco. <laughs> right. Now, these are just very simple. Uh, they got lettuce, cheese, lettuce and cheese, and, and, and onions. 
And um, I'm liking this chicken now. I put a ton of sauce on it, so. I definitely show up a little bit early to a show, down some tacos here, have myself another rolling rock, and go. Some pre-show tacos, yeah. That's an amazing idea. Maybe during the show, tacos too? Would you ever, like, you know how sometimes people, like, give the band shots? Oh, yeah. During the show, would you ever give the band some tacos to eat while they're playing? Not the lead singer. Right. Not Kevin Costner. We found out in the interim that that show is sold out. Oh, dang. So you're going secondary market in the event that you're going to the Kevin Costner show. But if you're out there, let us know. (laughs) Got to see the Costner Costner band, the Costner experience. (laughs) He better dress like Waterworld. Um, what do you like about these tacos? What's what's the number one thing you like about them? What's something you think could step the taco game up on these tacos? Anything? I mean, Boyce, you said, you know, these tacos aren't trying to be anything. They're not, right? No, not at all. I actually, I mean, the difference between the the meat and the chicken is kind of noticeable. Like, I think the burger meat has, like, a little bit of spice to it. Not anything too crazy, but it's got some flavor to it. You can tell that there's some taco spice on it. I think if you threw that on the chicken, it might make for a slightly better experience. It just needs, the chicken needs a little bit more than just like regular salt. Right. Yeah. I'm a little sad that I didn't do one of each. I was like, oh, Jack. Do you want a beef? I can get you a beef. No, no, no. It's okay. I didn't expect them to have chicken tacos, so that made me really excited. But slightly disappointed. But again, there's no bad, there's no such thing as bad tacos. Yeah, I think just the chicken needed something to just kick it up a little bit. But I liked that tortilla a lot, the soft tortilla. Yeah, not too much butter. Or anything along those lines, it really kind of felt like they just kind of tossed it on the flat top. So I was wrong about that earlier. They definitely offered a <laughs> little bit of a kick. Still, I mean, Lindsay is still this one is not. I think that my other one did. Oh, yeah, there yeah. we go. Yeah, there so go. I, yeah. I think maybe my first one, they just didn't. They're like, oh, yeah, shoot, we forgot to throw it on there. Right. You know, if you're going for an array of tacos here, I think personally I'd probably do a a mix of uh, soft and hard beef. Yeah. If you're a big chicken fan, I might just douse it in some hot sauce. Yeah. You'd be all right. Would you say on the crunchy maybe, would you go, you're, you're safe if you're eating six of those crunchy ones in a sitting or, or maybe four or five? What's your, what, because they're pretty nice bite-sized tacos. I'd the, say five. Five. That's I think a good. Five is probably appropriate. And then two on the soft? Three. Three on the soft, five on the crunchy, and you're good. That's me. That's on That's my... You. Okay. My consumption scale. Lindsay. I can name that taco in (laughs) three tacos. So this is a place where a lot of famous musicians have played. Who is a musician that you would love to eat tacos with? Is there someone out there that has maybe played knuckleheads that you would sit down with and break taco with? The fact that you said Los Lobos played here, I would totally house some tacos with them. That sounds super super fun yeah that would be great yeah you dropped a jason isbel reference earlier i think i know i saw amanda shires here who is his wife i'd absolutely sit down and have a chat with jason isbel drink some yard beers eat some mom tacos sounds like a hell of an evening is there a musician that you think does not eat tacos or would not partake of eating tacos with you is there someone that you see them play and you're like, that person just doesn't look like a taco lover? I mean, my least favorite musician in the entire world is Scott Stapp from Creed. <laughs> I assume he doesn't eat tacos or partake in joy at all. But if you ask me if there was an individual out there that I looked at that's a musician that doesn't eat tacos at all, it's Moby. Right. <laughs> Moby doesn't eat tacos. That guy does not look like a taco lover for sure. No, he was on that Woodstock 99 He's documentary. He's got those really bad tattoos. They were awful. Yeah, because he got them when he was young, and they're all kind of blending over in the wrong area. Yeah, now it's like he was really lame on that documentary. That Eminem song about him is 
Absolutely correct. I forget what the <laughs> the whole entire thing was. That's back in my high school days. But yeah, I mean, Moby doesn't eat tacos. He's just a joyless twig of a human. Yeah, that dude does not eat tacos. Is there someone, Lindsay, that you th- you think, oh, that that person does not look like someone that would enjoy a taco? Musician or just any musician? Famous yeah. person? musician. I don't know. I don't know if Hanson eats tacos. They look like meatloaf and mashed potatoes kind of kids. So okay. I don't right. think Hanson's getting down with tacos. What about Swamp Cabbage? I'm looking at a picture here of the band Swamp Cabbage. If you named your band Swamp Cabbage, you absolutely eat tacos. You might even eat fish tacos. Oh, man. What about... What um, is a Swamp Cabbage? What about Dave Hole? He looks like a... Not a, I mean, maybe. he took whole as a last name because that's what you <laughs> shove tacos down. He looks really cool. He's got this great vest action yeah. going on. Maybe his middle name is Dave Taco Hole. Dave Taco Hole. Yeah. That would make yep. all of the sense. All right. Are we ready to give our final review? Out of one to five golden tacos, what would you give the tacos here at Knuckleheads? Why are you looking at me first? I'm going to go. You can give decibel go points. You can go. Solid two and a half to three. You know, they're just, they're, they're solid mom tacos. Okay. On the mom taco scale. On the mom taco scale, it would be a... A four? A four, yeah. Okay. On the gringo mom taco scale. <laughs> okay. I think I'm in the same place. I, I think if you're trying to rate these tacos on a scale that's unfair to these tacos, you know, I mean, they're not Carnitaria San Antonio Apo store tacos. It's just not what they're intended to be. They're not they're, the Simone Biles of tacos. No, no. You know, I mean, even Simone Biles is operating on a scale that... Nobody. People have to cheat to compete yes. with her. You know, these are these are four taco out of five mom tacos. All right. And they got a condiment bar. With the condiment bar, I think if you made good use of it, you can maybe get them up to a four and a half. That's a great condiment bar with lots of sauces. And very big bottles. Big old bottles. Not anything you would stick in are, any sort of orifice. Are you sexually attracted to the hot sauce bottle? <laughs> I'm looking at it going, I you could probably keep put that in a few You keep looking at it and you places. touched it erotically earlier. You are in... I'm marrying salsa, so I okay. got to, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Also, and that is why. it says condiments and a neon sign. You can't miss it. It's pretty rad. Pretty rad. I'm right there with you. I'd give them a four out of five mom tacos. Golden mom tacos on these tacos. Well, we love these tacos, but there are some other people that also love these tacos. It's time to read some good reviews and funny voices. Are you guys ready to do some funny voices? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. These are good reviews and funny voices of Knuckleheads. Who do you have there, Lindsay? I got John C. Okay, what does he have to say? This place is a diamond and a goat's butt. It is tucked away down by the railroad area off Front Street. Sunday is open jam day, and we had a great time. The band and local players were great. There are no waiters or waitresses to order and pick up your food and drink. All the better for it. Typical pub grub. The atmosphere was great. The mixture of people was young and old. Everyone was there to listen to the music and have a great time. I am definitely going back. Five stars. A diamond in a goat's butt. That's a great review. <laughs> Who do you have there, boys? I'm going to go with Jason G. And uh, my weird voice is going to just be really, really fast because the guitarist from the band just came up and told me that uh, they're about to go on. So the stories are true. This is a great place to check out live music in KC. I've always heard this is a rough bar. Sure, you had to pass over several train tracks to get here, but that doesn't necessarily make a place rough. The staff was friendly from the moment we walked in when the last note was played. The crowd was there to have a good time and dance and drink. The acoustics are spot on considering we were in a low ceiling saloon. I need to come back and check out the garage and the gospel room. Overall, our group had a great time. As a music fan in KC, this is one of the great places you need to come to at least once. 
Five stars. Nice. All right, so yeah, to wrap it up, Knuckleheads down in the East Bottoms. Be sure to come out here, check out their tacos, and check out the bands. If you're having a hankering for some delicious mom tacos, for sure, come down here to Knuckleheads. 100%. Grab some tacos, see a show, knock yourself out. All right, we'll be right back after this break. This is Chris Lost and Found Jim. And Rick Rewound. And we're from the Lost and Found and Rewound podcast, and you're listening to Taco the Town with W. Dave Keith. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. Okay. This is the uh, very important part of the show called Taco Topics. This is where I get your in-depth, innermost taco feelings. Boyce, you've done this before, but feel free to chime in when you want to or when you can on, on these. Lindsay, are you ready for this? This is, uh, I want you to bear your taco soul. You're very um, real on your show. You're very, yes. you, you bear your soul on your show. I just need the same kind of commitment okay. on this, okay? I will not bear my own taco, but I'm down to... <laughs> okay. I was waiting. I was waiting. That joke had to be made during this podcast. I'm glad Lindsay was the one to make it. Here we go. What's the one thing you look for in a taco? What does every taco have to have? Or Salsa else? for me. Salsa on it? Sauce? Yeah. Okay. You going hot? Hot. Mild? Hot. Hot? Medi- me- medium to hot. Medium? Yeah. You going chunky? No, I don't like the chunky salsa. Okay. I'll, I'll do it if, if that's my only option, but I would rather have a very pureed, blended out salsa. What about you, boys? 100%. Pureed, blended. Uh, the the pinnacle example being that like avocado hot sauce at Carniceria San Antonio. Mm. Like you get enough, a little pinch of it, or maybe try and you know burn your mouth off. It's incredible. That sounds great. Hard shell or soft shell tacos? Soft shell. Yeah, it's soft shell corn. Corn, and you're going flour or corn? Flour. Okay. Pro cilantro? No cilantro. No cilantro. Pro cilantro. I got the gene or whatever it is. The soap gene. You're a soap person. Yeah. Okay. What are you drinking with your tacos? What do you like to drink while you are eating your tacos? Coke. Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola. Preferably a Mexican Coke. Yeah. But fountain coke will do in a pinch okay uh boys yeah i mean i'm either going with a mexi coke or a beer like vin diesel corona mm. nice with your family la familia me yeah familia. la familia <laughs> and uh taco yeah yeah favorite side dish chips and salsa chips and queso chips and guac or this is a new one beans and rice chips and salsa okay yeah i'm not done with the frijoles whatsoever so like chips and salsa okay f mary kill salsa queso guac what you're gonna do Lindsay? you seem to really enjoy your salsa are you yep. marrying that salsa or are you effing that salsa marrying salsa because then i get it the rest of my life the next two i think are a little more difficult to parse down i'm gonna fuck guac and <laughs> kill queso Okay. A lot of people are killing queso these days. It's, it's a hard decision. A voice. I mean, you... it's it's a toss up, but I, yeah, that's where okay. I'm going today. So I spent two years of my life working as a line cook in the Cafe Del Rio in the Meadowbrook Mall in Pittsburgh, Kansas, <laughs> and we had uh, that like white cheddar queso. But I'm still agreeing with Lindsay. Still gonna do it. Still gonna fuck walk and and kill some queso. I, some... I, anybody, I will say like this isn't a, this isn't a podcast for judgment, but I do have a little bit of a disappointment anytime I see anybody at that uh, Chipotle franchise order queso in their B-word. Oh, yeah. 
That's bad combo right there. It's also Oof. bad queso. It's really bad. It's it's terrible. How could they get it so wrong? Right. It's, it's so yeah. simple to it's do. It's thin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever eat a Taco Tico in Pittsburgh growing up? Oh, absolutely. Big Tico fan? Huge Tico fan. I was fan. really disappointed when Pittsburgh, uh, their Tico closed down. That was sad. Yeah, I mean, it was one of the mainstays back in the day. Did they have a Gringo's in Pittsburgh? I think so. Gringo's is good, too. Oof. Those are some Southeast Kansas taco favorites. You know, it's it's so much more pleasant having gone to high school in southeastern Kansas to talk about tacos as opposed to everybody basically being like, chicken? You want to talk about chicken Mary's and chicken Annie's? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't ever want to talk about either of those places ever again. Oh, yeah. Did you have to go there with family ever to Chicken Mary's or Chicken Annie's? Absolutely. Uh, Chicken Annie's was the one that was close. It was between Girard, where I went to high school, and Pittsburgh. And one of the guys that was in my high school class, uh, Aaron Zagonal, like his family ran it. Oh, yeah. And he lived there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That was always where our football team in high school would eat chicken before they played Pittsburgh in high school football, (laughs) the Blue Valley Tigers. (laughs) So the entire team would go eat chicken there before the game and then play the Purple Dragons, right? They were the Purple Dragons, yeah. yeah. That was a... a, I was a Trojan. A Gerard? (laughs) A Gerard Trojan. Purple Dragons is a cool mascot. That's a really cool mascot. It's Uh, pretty sweet. Trojans? Not... When I went to their middle school, which was PMS, which we got a lot of... A lot of fun, a lot of time out of back when I was in middle school, uh, they were the Falcons, and they had stolen it from Atlanta. So it was the exact same logo. (laughs) Well, isn't Pittsburgh State the only college team that has a gorilla as a mascot? Isn't that is that correct, true? And it's yeah. in Pittsburgh, Kansas. It's so cool. It's a cool uh, it's a cool little tidbit, little taco tidbit here on Taco Tossing the out the knowledge. Okay, if you're not eating tacos, what are you eating? I know you don't eat a lot of tacos, but if you... Like... What do you eat as much as I eat tacos? Okay, gotcha. Dang. Pizza. I had to run the numbers real quick. Yeah, I would say we're a pizza house. What's your favorite KC pizza joint or what's your go-to? Minsky's. Minsky's, okay. I like it when they have the Joe's crossover, limited time, barbecue pizza. Do they have a taco pizza at Minsky's? They do. They do, okay. Yeah. My dad really likes the cheeseburger pizza, so that's usually always on the order. And then the, um, like, the four cheese, I think, mix. And then we throw pepperoni on it for my daughter. Mitski's is good. So good. Boyce, what are you eating these days? Eating a lot of Lomo Soltado. And something that I learned how to make during the pandemic. What's and that? Sounds fancy. Yeah, yeah, it's really not. It's like Peruvian stir fry. Legitimately, wow. when I was there in 08, I learned that there was a dish that has, like, steak and fries and rice. So it's just legitimately as much starch as you can possibly have in one meal Sounds and then it's like good. onions and tomatoes and things along those lines and just a stir fried and like a soy sauce because uh, Peru actually has a heavy Japanese influence that well. sounds amazing it's really sounds good real I good. can't for the life of me I was going to drop it on the pod now I can't remember Salvi actually had a restaurant on Southwest Boulevard that he was part of and it's the only place in KC I've had Lomo Soltado that I actually really Ooh. liked Nice. Did you go down to Tulsa and eat? What did you What did you eat when you were down in Tulsa recently? Uh, you took a, a picture of it. A bon mi. And is it your favorite place to get bon mi, or is it? It the best is actually bon mi? like, uh, I, man, I'm not doing very well right now with the names on the spot. It's basically <laughs> wolf related, but uh, it used to be a food truck in Tulsa, and I had it at an American Solera when I was there. I'm a big bon mi fan. Unfortunately, as much as I love Vietnam Cafe. I know that Liz Cook had referenced that there was one on Independence Avenue. I've not had it, but the banh mi here, not so good. It's called Lone Wolf. Lone Wolf, okay. Uh, Really, really good banh mi in Tulsa, Oklahoma. If you're ever there, there's one right in the middle of downtown. Tulsa's cool. It's got a lot of of cool places down there now. It's it's getting uh, fixed up like they're... 
sprucing up their Route 66 area. And, and if you're a big architecture head, that big Art Deco mm-hmm. influence down there. The and church and all the downtown, yeah. As I learned this week, I think it's every Friday and Saturday, uh, Hanson plays a show at Kane's. <laughs> no nice. way. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which I had totally forgotten since the late 90s, but that Hanson were Tulsa kids. Big. Hanson has totally probably played here before, for sure, right? That. I'd imagine, especially in their later iterations. Right. But I will say to any single male or female uh, Hanson heads, the line outside was 90% women. So if you're ever in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and you're looking for an opportunity, I think it's a pretty good place to meet somebody. There you go. You could just check out who likes tacos. And... I mean, you could just you could have just run down the line, and you've been like, do you like tacos as much as you like Hanson? I don't think anybody would have said yes, because they all were stoked to see Hanson. But... That's awesome. That's a good pointer. Lots of good tips on this show tonight. <laughs> okay, boys, you do a lot of traveling. Lindsay, what's your, if you do a lot of traveling, you've, you've lived in North Carolina, Topeka. Yeah, born and raised in Topeka. Went to college in South Dakota. Whoa. Uh, moved to North Carolina with my ex-husband for a job. Found out he was having an affair. Moved back to Kansas and haven't <laughs> left since, but at least got to Kansas City. But, uh, you know, as a single mom for a long time, so I didn't have, I'm starting just now to get to the point where I have travel money and then the pandemic happened. So I'm looking forward to my empty nest days so I can be cool like boys. So here's the question. Decidedly not cool. (laughs) Do you have, this is for both of you, do you have a dream taco eating destination? Where would you choose on this planet to eat a taco? Question. Is it a location specific question or a taco specific question? Location. You can have a. You can bring any taco you, you want with you. You can have like a Taco Bell taco in <laughs> sitting on a mountain in Got Peru. It. I need a Taco Bell cheesy roll up and a Baja yeah. Blast. <laughs> I would bring a Mexican street taco to the top of Everest, and I would eat it there. Although the oxygen would be very low, so I don't know how that experience would go. But in my mind, that's what I would do. Eating a taco on Everest—that has to be the pinnacle of taco. Eating. I don't want to have to climb Everest, though. I just want somebody just to like drop you down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just drop you on there. Yeah, exactly. And make just sure like, the the helicopter blades don't blow the innards of the taco away. Oh my god, that would be tragic. Yeah, that would be sad. So then I would just be eating a corn tortilla <laughs> at the top of Everest. Uh, Lindsay, do you have a dream taco eating location? Where do you want to go to eat your taco? I didn't know that I had one until you asked me this question so I'm glad that you <laughs> brought this out I'm gonna go with shrimp tacos in one of those like beach huts that are like on the water like in Fiji or something yeah. like that like, like a swim tropical. up yeah beach hut yeah yeah like a little island thing in Fiji is that what you said sure okay yeah like that something that like sounds that sounds beautiful <laughs> sounds amazing have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos. Would you ever turn down a taco? I mean, if someone had a cheesy roll-up next to a taco, <laughs> are you choosing, are you choosing the cheesy roll-up or the taco? Can I, why can't I have both? You gotta just make a decision. Really? Yeah, because I need to know if you're gonna turn down a taco and that's gonna make me sad. Okay, I'm feeling the peer pressure tonight. <laughs> I can say no to alcohol, but I can't say no to tacos. <laughs> Not on this pod. What, if, on it this was, Not what if it was a cheesy gordita crunch filled with the same cheese that's inside a cheesy roll-up? That sounds pretty good. Okay. I, is that is that the option other than taco? Do I have to um, make that decision? I just want the taco to be, be more to your liking. So I'm thinking oh, like gotcha. a cheesy roll-up style taco yes. with lots of yeah. cheese in it. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm down for that. Boys, have you ever turned down a taco? So I'm going to give myself an out here. When it comes to like a mom taco or... 
a street taco would never turn it down. Have I ever turned down the opportunity to eat at a place that has gringo tacos in it? <laughs> I might have. Okay. Might have. Not my favorite variety of the taco experience. Okay. Okay, do you have any taco no-nos or taco phobias? Something that turned you off from a taco? Cilantro? Since cilantro, since I've got the soap thing going on. I'll tough it out if it's already mixed in, but... Sour cream, whether low-fat or otherwise. Oh. You're no sour cream on your taco. Big no sour cream, yeah. Okay, this is the speed round. These oh, are no. different taco types. I just need to know yay or nay on these, okay? Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Taco pizza. Yay. Yes. Taco salad. Yay. Yes. Taco burgers. No. Yeah, no. Taco dogs. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Dogs dress like tacos. Absolutely. Uh, 1,000%. Breakfast tacos. 100%. Yep. Walking tacos. Yes. Yeah. Taco soup or tortilla soup. Yes. Man, I had a wild ride on that one. I think I ultimately I settled on yes, but yes. Okay. Taquitos. Yes. Absolutely. Miniature tiny tacos from 7-Eleven or at your local grocery store freezer. Yes. Why not? Double-decker tacos. Yes. Don't love the frijole aspect of it, but I'd still eat it anyway. Choco tacos. Oh, yeah. Certainly. Naked chicken chalupas from Taco Bell. It's where the shell is made out of chicken. Fried oh. chicken? Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's like that KFC double down. It's like the Taco Bell version of a double down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, why did KFC take that off the menu? I don't know. I want that right now, actually. <laughs> Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg from Taco Bell, a breakfast taco from Taco Bell with bacon bits on it. If it was a breakfast taco, yes. Too complicated. Taco Bell nacho fries, yay or nay? Yay. Yay. What about those white ranch devil nacho fries that are coming out. Nay. Okay. I mean, I'm getting them without the sour cream, but I'm all in otherwise. Okay. Taco Bell all day or no way? All day. Late night? <laughs> Late in the day. Yay. Okay. What's your favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos? Something that gets you really fired up. Is there a song right now that you're, uh, you're listening to that gets you pumped to eat tacos? Anything Spice Girls? Can you sing us some, one of your favorites no. for us? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Spice Girls? Yes. Okay. Sure. Like when two become one? Yeah. That's a good one That's for tacos. That's a good one yeah. for tacos for that's sure. That's like a sentimental, sensual taco yeah, song. Yeah, that's a fuck is the that, guacamole is that song. On your, is that on your making love playlist, uh, two become one Spice Girls? It it was on one. It's not on the current one, okay. but it was at one time, at yes. One time. Right. I will say, I will admit to that. Okay. Uh, boys. Uh, I mean, you got to add Massive Attack to that list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, The One by Foo Fighters, but also that really terrible Weird Al song about tacos. That definitely makes me want tacos. Oh, yeah. Which one was that? Um, I forget what he was lampooning because it's like taco, gordita. Oh, uh, Rico Suave. Rico Suave. <laughs> yeah. yeah taco. Uh, Taco Grande. Taco was that yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was one of his little known albums. That was a good, uh, uh, uh-huh. good kind of one of his. There, in my CD collection as a kid was the Weird Al food album yep. uh-huh. in which Taco Grande yep. and like Eat It. Yep. Featured. God, he's got a great catalog. Great catalog. Uh, I saw one of his greatest hits. Uh, like a, it was the old. Uh, remember when C- uh, CDs had the. The greatest hits kit, and it was like in a box. <laughs> it was at some like toy store, and I didn't get it. And I almost ugh, shouldn't. Regrets. Sh- total regret. One of the things in life that I've experienced later on, uh, like the shock of how much it costs to frame something, oh, <laughs> was yeah. what it costs to go to uh, an, a Weird Al concert in the year of our Flying Spaghetti Monster 2019. 
I was not. It was like one hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars to get in the door. Oh my god! For Where one person. Center? For one person. For one he was at Uptown, I think, <laughs> or Midland, one of those. So a small venue. I hope you got to go behind the stage and like eat dinner with that with that ticket. <laughs> I have no idea. It's too spicy for my taste. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. All right, this is the last part of the show. This is called Random Taco Question of the Week. Random Taco Question of the Week. Throw me on a number, and I will ask you a random taco question, Lindsay. Between one and ninety-five. One and ninety-five. Let's go with sixty-nine. <laughs> I love that we're going to be on brand with this. I just lean into it, man. <laughs> okay, what is your most controversial taco opinion or Mexican food opinion if you don't have a taco opinion? Yeah, I don't have a taco opinion because I feel like there's no bad tacos real in grand scheme of things. Even a bad taco is still a good taco. Okay. But I can't get down with queso. It's... We've learned, yeah, we've yeah, learned this. Not, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been killing it 100%. So you must really, really hate Chipotle's queso because that's like the yeah. worst queso. That's on the queso yes. scale. That's way down there. Yeah. I think it might be worse than Cadoba's queso. Yeah. And that's also <laughs> on the list yes, of that's just garbage. vile, vile <laughs> queso. Yeah. So if someone comes up to you with queso, you just kind of swat it out of their hand. Punch them. Yeah. Pun- okay. Punch them. Okay. Yeah. I, I think so. Or if they say, <laughs> I don't think that for any amount of money would I like take a shot glass worth of queso oh god no amount of money could make me do that i hope no one ever makes you do that gag and throw it up but i'll put all sorts of other disgusting things (laughs) in my mouth so (laughs) maybe queso probably isn't that bad from some okay i I see what you did there creme fresh creme fresh boys what's your most controversial taco opinion i think the most controversial taco opinion i have is that i don't think seafood belongs anywhere near a taco (gasps) okay nice that's strong i'm getting the arthur clinch fist meme next to me right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't that's the hottest hot takes so get that shrimp out get that fish out get that all that stuff yeah all that gringo taco nonsense like yeah not here for it strong yeah, I might. You know, I'm not a huge Fisher shrimp taco fan, but I have had some delicious uh, shrimp tacos. So that's I'm very the strong opinion. Outlier, though. I did see uh, someone tweeted recently that like seafood is the insects of the ocean, and I was like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> shrimp are definitely living that undersea cockroach life. Absolutely, <laughs> like, we're eating the insects of the ocean. That's the scariest part about being in Southeast Asia, by the way. The fact that they Don't leave we- the heads on the shrimp when you oh, eat them and you have yeah. to like tear it apart that's it's not for me wow yeah that's scary because their eyes it's the eyes are just looking right yeah, at i don't yeah. i don't need that on my food i don't want yeah. it to look at me cognitive dissonance man man boys throw me out a number between one and 95 because i'm absolutely always also on brand i'm gonna think that 42 because it had to have been the number that i picked the last time i was here too <laughs> give them a different question i think i think this is 42 the taco bell airbnb that opened up a couple years ago where you could sleep in the Taco Bell at night by yourself, would you do that? Yay or nay? Is it the full-on Taco Bell experience? Is there a... They un- lock you in, turn off the Is there like an unhoused in? person sitting next to me? I think you're just there by yourself. Okay. You can bring a sleeping bag. I mean, I do, it, one of those. I do it anyway. Can you do I have unfettered access to Diet to Mountain food? Dew? Yeah. Baja Blast, you could probably learn how to turn up the kitchen and cook some stuff. Yeah. There's probably a YouTube video that tells you how to open a Taco Bell. I also really like that you think that they're, like, cooking things in that, <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. form. There's master of, uh, chefs back there, space. man. 
I mean, those crunch wraps. Who? I mean, that's got to be a master chef. Who could possibly use there, a yeah. microwave to assemble that? <laughs> There's yeah. just one microwave. It's there. More like boiling pots of water or something along those lines. So you'd do it. You'd be down for that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, for the Diet Mountain Dew access alone. Yeah. Wow. Well, guys, I'm sorry to say. It is the end of the show. We are done here at Knuckleheads. Lindsay, where can people um, find your show? Where can people find you on the Twitter and the Instagram? Yeah, so our show is The Secret Life of the MILFs. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. We drop new episodes every Monday, dubbed MILF Monday, and we've learned that if you use hashtag MILF Monday, the porn bots will retweet you. So I'm hoping one day to get some listeners that are... are porn bot fans I'm uh so who our- isn't these days <laughs> I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Lindsay Lou 1983 and uh the show is uh at Secret Life Milfs on Instagram Twitter and TikTok what's your next episode about what do you, what do you have coming up any spicy so we- topics yeah, so we just did a parenting episode. We recorded last night, and it was just kind of a mish- mishmash of catching up because Amy's been traveling, and we had pre-recorded some stuff, so cool. we were just kind of catching up. It's a lot of word vomit. Not a whole lot of spicy stuff, but I'm sure that will be coming soon. Cannot wait until the sequel episode of of the Dix's fingers or finger as dicks. <laughs> well, because now we have the added a, question of yeah. can you bend yeah. the finger dicks or not? I want to know more about this. Yeah, I, yeah. it's going to be great. Boys, where can people find your Instagram, Twitter, Samurai Hawk KU? Is that right? I now? am on Twitter at Samurai Hawk, and I would be on Instagram at Samurai Hawk as well, but some dastardly individual got there before me. I have no idea what his story is, but I wish I knew. Uh, so it's <laughs> Samurai Hawk KU on Instagram. Uh, Coastless is available on Twitter and Instagram at Coastless KC. Unfortunately, my co-host and I, Melissa Yeager, we had a couple of episodes in the can, and then the pandemic hit, and we kind of felt that it was inappropriate to celebrate traveling at a time where everybody was stuck in their house yeah. uh, so those remained in the can uh, maybe one of these days we had a really nice interview with the owners of Tom's Town that was prepped and ready to oh, go cool. um, and then I'm about to see my co-host and go on a road trip here in about two weeks when I travel to Arizona so nice. uh, I don't know whether or not we'll do anything for that but we will at least be in the same room again uh, which will be nice where are you going in Arizona National Park uh, yeah, so I'm spending a, a couple days in Phoenix with some of my friends out in Mesa and going to see Coheed and Cambria. So we've moved from Ooh. the 90s into the 2000s. Yeah. Uh, progress is nice. how I like to call that. And then uh, Melissa and I are doing, I think, Antelope Canyon, Sedona, and maybe Antelope a little time in the Grand Canyon. Canyon. Nice. I am a little bit worried, though, because there was a story last week that somebody in Arizona took their partner from out of town up a mountain and then returned down the mountain without the partner in tow. Yeah. Uh, the, I believe he murdered said partner, and uh, Melissa knows those mountains sufficiently better than I do, so I'm going to be on the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are a lot of those weird, total digression here, but there are a lot of those weird disappearances in national parks. Like, people just disappear, and they find their shoes and nothing else, and their I mean, bags. there's a lot of precipices there. All you got to yeah. do is, like, ask somebody to take know. a photo I'm, and I'm, I'm <laughs> all for, like, cryptids. There's all sorts of weird, like, creepy stuff out in those caves and mountains and be stuff. Be careful, boys. Be careful. Yep. Be vigilant. I will be. I will do my utmost to protect <laughs> myself. <laughs> well, thanks so much for being on the show, and thanks for talking tacos with me. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean. And give us a five-star review. Thanks to super engineer Matt Allen and everyone back at the Taco the Town corporate office. Our music is by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. Be safe out there, everybody, and remember to keep supporting your local neighborhood taco spots. And until next time, go eat some tacos! Lotus Pod.